I'm Julie Sabatier, and this is the last episode of Rendered. There's lots of U-turns, but if you think about it, isn't that what life is? Isn't that what happens to us? And if you stand back as we are now and look at the entire pattern, it's beautiful. As you've probably gathered, I've decided to retire the show. It was not an easy decision, but it was necessary. This has been a labor of love for me for many, many years now. And even though Rendered has only been around for a few episodes, many of you know that the show had a long history under the name Destination DIY before that. And you may also know that Rendered is something that I do in my spare time and that I also have a full-time job as a radio producer for a daily talk show. So I squeeze in recording and editing and interviewing on weekends and evenings. And I love making the show, but I realize that this way of working is just not sustainable for me. And that's especially true because I'm about to take on a new DIY project, becoming a mom. My son is due in January, and I expect that once he gets here, I won't have a lot of time outside of work. But that's really not the only reason that I decided to retire Rendered. I love the work of making the show. It's given me so much creative freedom and endless opportunities to learn new things. But there's a lot of other non-creative work that I've taken on behind the scenes to keep it going. I actually own my own business. It's not a profitable business, but I still have to file taxes for it every year. I keep track of invoices and W-9s, apply for grants, and as you know, raise money from listeners. I also manage our social media accounts, update our website, maintain our mailing list, etc., etc. And when I decided to do my own radio show, I didn't think about any of that stuff. It just kind of built up over time. And doing all the administrative tasks took away from the time that I was able to spend on the creative work of actually making the show. So my goal now is to keep making radio stories that you'll be able to hear on other shows, but... I just don't have the capacity to keep up with the responsibilities of sustaining my own show anymore. Okay, enough about me. I wanted to make this episode mainly as a way to say thank you to all the great people who have helped keep the show going over the years. We're going to have some fun listening back to some memorable moments from past episodes as well. Boom with warm and have no fear. I have a lot of people to thank. And I want to start with you. I say it at the end of every episode, and I always mean it. Thank you for listening. You are the reason we keep making the show. Whether you're new to Rendered or you've been listening since the early days of Destination DIY, the fact that you think it's worth your time has meant so much. And to those of you who have donated to support the show financially, I really cannot thank you enough. Hundreds of you have stepped up to put your money where your ears are. And that has been the driving financial force behind the show. I also want to thank all the companies and organizations that have sponsored the show. Your support means so much. If there's a problem, I think I want to come up with a solution to it that maybe hasn't been done before. Everyone who's ever been a guest on the show deserves recognition as well. You let me put a microphone in your face and ask you all kinds of questions. And that's a brave thing to do. I'm eternally grateful. When I saw the result, I just sat there gleefully just enjoying the moment. I probably didn't touch anything for the next half hour. I have to say a special thank you to KBU Community Radio in Portland. 
That's where this show got its start in 2006 as a half-hour monthly show called DIY Portland. It's not an exaggeration to say that without KBOO, there would never have been a rendered. And indeed, I might never have had a career in radio. So thank you to my entire KBOO family, especially my longtime mentors, Dime Roberts, Daniel Flesis, and Ralph Colson. A little over a year ago, Jesse Thorne asked me to join his podcast network, Maximum Fun, and I'm so glad he did. Maximum Fun has helped us to reach a wider audience, assisted us in changing our name, and introduced us to all kinds of cool shows. So a big thank you to Jesse and Teresa Thorne, Lindsay Pavlas, Colin Anderson, and all the Max Fun hosts who played our promos and helped raise our profile. Hey, it's Jesse Thorne from MaximumFun.org. Um, on behalf of all of us here, I just want to offer my thanks to Julie and everyone who worked on Destination DIY and rendered over the years. Uh, we are so grateful to have had it be part of what we do here and the, the themes that were covered on the show about the ways that creativity expresses itself in, in, in more areas than just a painting or a sculpture or whatever uh, really meant a lot to me and, and to our network. And I'm grateful for Julie's hard work and everyone's hard work. And I know that you all have a bright future. Wow, Jesse sounds so sad. Well, thank you, Jesse. I really appreciate it. Now, there are a few people without whom this show would not have lasted as long as it did. And those are the people who have put their time, energy, and creativity into working on it with me. Yeah, I do a lot of stuff to keep the show going, but there's no way that I could do it alone. I have to start with Brian Kramer, who is here in the studio with me, as always, when I'm recording. Brian, you were the first person who stepped up to suggest a collaboration. And it was in the fall of 2006 that you brought your keen ears and specialized audio skills to the show and immediately made it better. Before that, it was basically just me talking to myself in a studio. I'm so lucky that you enjoy meticulously adjusting EQ and volume levels because I really don't have the patience for that, and I'm not very good at it. And your ear for music has really helped enhance every single episode that you've worked on. We spent many late nights tweaking, editing, and perfecting episodes in your basement and later my attic studio, where we are now, and you've just taught me so much. I really am going to miss getting to work on this show with you. Oh, thanks, Julie. Working on the show has been really eye-opening. I have so much more appreciation for what it takes to make great radio. Just some uh, things that I really remember about the show. Um, I was new to Portland 10 years ago, and I met Julie at the radio station. Uh, the show back then was called DIY Portland, and it was my little window into this great new city where I just moved, meeting all sorts of great people behind these amazing stories. So I tried to get more involved into doing some production on the show. I tried to do some interviews, and it was my first attempt interviewing people. Um, Julie invited me to a, what was it called? A, a clothing swap. Yeah, but it was really called a naked lady party. A naked lady party. And it was actually <laughs> A great on, place for any man to start interviewing. Of course. And it was on Super Bowl Sunday. So I was the only guy there, and I felt extremely out of place and very nervous. And um, I'm definitely much more comfortable working behind the scenes. Yes, that, we learned that that day. Sorry about that. That's okay. But I actually, I think the first time that I was on the show, Julie, you brought in Dan Savage into the basement. And, you know, you really wanted me to write up a few questions to ask him. And 
Um, of course, if you don't know Dan Savage, he is the host of a podcast called The Savage Love Cast, and he's also uh, a writer. And he has a long-running sex advice column called Savage Love. And so that was really fun. I remember that Dan Savage accused us of trying to kill him because he's allergic to cats and there was cat hair on the microphone. Well, I'm also allergic to cats and we have to take precautions working in Julie's studio. We are currently in the cat-free zone up in the upstairs. Yes, Brian is not popular with my cats. They're not sorry that the show is ending. (laughs) Um, It's been years. It's been really, really great. And it's been awesome working with you. And I wish you the greatest luck in your new family. And um, I know that you will go on to do such awesome, awesome work. Oh, thank you. I don't know how we're going to record the rest of this now. All right. Well, let's give it a try. Jamie Cuddy is the next person that I want to thank here on the mic. Jamie is another longtime collaborator who I can honestly say kept the show going. I like to say Jamie and I have been longtime work wives ever since we met working for a crappy newspaper many years ago. Jamie, you started working with me on the show in 2009 at a time when its future was very uncertain. Your creativity and enthusiasm for the work reminded me why I started doing the show in the first place. You started and sustained our monthly Making It event for two years, and even while you've had to pull back from production work, your ongoing advice has been essential. This show has given me the freedom to explore my curiosities with a trust that a good story will find its audience. For example, I was vibrating with excitement when Julie suggested that we produce an episode about bees. Before long, I was enrolled in beekeeping school and lodging a microphone in the mouth of a beehive for the episode For the Love of Bees. Some of my work was carried on the strength of our guests. In the DIY Disasters episode, I met a kindred fish nerd in 17-year-old Marshall Troutman. Yes, that's his real name. The smell of rotting sea invertebrates. Not pleasant. If was a word, that would be the description. I was honored to talk with music historian, critic, and author Richard Meltzer for the episode titled The Roots of DIY. Richard told me about some pioneering punk bands who reshaped the meaning of DIY. Then he told me what he really thought about the term. Somebody once defined art to me as what you must do or die. And my sense is most projects which call themselves DIY are cute and quirky and not as important as your life. I'll truly miss the opportunity to meet our community in person in places like the Portland Zine Symposium and making it our monthly listening party and project night that we held in Portland with our friends from Scrap and ADX. There are times when I was on deadline and my peas were popping and my sound waves were peaking and I was navigating through the terrifying German forest that is the creative process hoping to stumble upon just the right quote, and I wondered if anyone was even out there listening. These live events reminded us that you are out there. I'm so grateful. And Laura Haddon is the most recent addition to our team, and she was actually our first official hire. Now it's hard to imagine the team without her. Her good questions, ideas, and editing skills have improved the show immensely. And I've learned that even when I didn't initially want to take her advice, usually about editing something out of the show, I almost always ended up taking it in the end. 
So I want to thank you, Laura, for being so patient with me and for coming over to work on scripts after hours and on weekends. So I started as a Destination DIY listener and fan before joining the show as an editor almost two years ago. In that time, I had the pleasure of working on a wide range of stories, but I particularly loved hearing about people becoming creative out of necessity. Whether it was the challenges of breastfeeding or suffering from a rare socially isolating illness, this show featured the stories of people who refused to accept the status quo, blazed their own trail, and in the process, often realized that they weren't alone. I also appreciated how Rendered looked at the role of big businesses like Etsy and Airbnb in changing the economy for independent creators. I think that these issues are going to become more important as time goes on, and I'm proud of the critical look this show took on some pretty complex issues facing communities today. Rendered also gave me a lot of hope for the future. I think about the voices behind our teen inventor episode, and really all of the innovators that this show introduced to me and our listeners over the last nine years. I can't wait to hear what they do next, and hope other shows and outlets will share their challenges and accomplishments with the world. In a culture increasingly dominated by big business, I believe that these stories are important to celebrate and serve as a source of inspiration to us all. Thanks again to our listeners, the rest of the rendered team, and especially Julie. While it does take a village to make a show like this happen, Julie must have been one of the busiest village leaders out there. Her passion, intelligence, and dedication to this project was inspiring to behold, and I am honored that she trusted me to be a part of it. It's been an incredible experience working with the entire team, and I'll be forever grateful for the opportunity. Thanks. And I also want to thank past members of the team, producer Alex Johnson, who found great stories in unexpected places, and engineer Clark Salisbury, who helped shape the sound of the show when we first started airing it on public radio stations. Animators Stefan Nadelman and Darren Pasemko, and lawyer Cole Haver, the show has benefited greatly from all of your expertise. People often ask me how we find music for the show, and I'm lucky to say that I've had the opportunity to work with some great Portland musicians over the years. Ann Adams, a.k.a. Gray Ann, created our iconic Destination DIY theme song. D-I-Y D-I-Y means do it yourself Sometimes I can do without help D-I-Y means I try to do it all by myself La 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 Jason Leonard, Nick Jaina, Dylan and Richie Young, Ali Ippolito, Andy Combs, Seth Lorenzi, and Levi Cecil have all been so generous to lend their musical talents to the show. In addition to letting me use his music for the show, my husband Levi has played a special role in its development. He's often the first person to hear a new episode when it's finished, and it's not a total coincidence that he and I have been together about as long as I've been doing the show. Levi, your encouragement and enthusiasm has meant so much to me, and it's a big reason that I've kept it going for close to a decade. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about uh, my favorite moments on the show. And the one that always stands out to me is the Voom with Vom episode where you talk about the Oregon inventor named Yalmer Vom, who is a native of Norway. And uh, he invented the quick-release ski binding. That episode really epitomized destination DIY slash rendered for me when people would ask me what the show was about I would always point to that episode because 
it kind of combines everything I love in public radio and podcasts where there's historical elements, there's current elements, and it features a universally loved character who's just amazing. My friends say, Yalmar, you are the luckiest man in the world. You're in the ski business and you get to ski all the time. This is true. I am lucky. My other favorite moment on the show um, was, the, of course, the episode that I was in, the disasters episode where you talk about our worm bin disaster, which was completely disgusting. And the part of that show that always cracks me up is when you not only say poop, but the way you say poop is just amazing and uh, makes me laugh every time I hear it. And I was so happy to actually hear it on the radio. Ooh, flies, giant flies, big, giant, horrible flies. They're so big and giant and horrible. Oh, okay, sad. now now, oh, now it smells like excrement. <laughs> oh God, I'm putting. Oh, a... disaster complete. Smells like poop. <laughs> that one gets me every time too. Um, in fact, when I was pulling this clip, I ended up laughing so hard that I cried. Anyway, moving on. I also want to thank our past interns, Hillary Gallion, Bethany Denton, and Rachel Milbauer, along with Sasha Peters and Nico Kwiatkowski. This is Sasha Peters. I was an intern at Rendered for 10 months from June 2014 until April of this year. The episode that sticks out the most to me would be the um, L-O-V-E D-I-Y style episode that we did last July in 2014. And it was the first episode that I really worked on with the whole team. Um, and Jamie, Jamie Cuddy, the producer at the time, um, drove me around Portland so we could do a people on the street. And we're asking these random people like really personal questions about their dating lives. And we got a lot of information <laughs> that I didn't expect. And one of them, I won't forget him. His name is Caleb from Texas. I was supposed to come here with a girl to Portland. Um, I was talking to two girls. They both found out the day before I'm here by myself. Now they're best friends, and they both hate me. It was great to work for Rendered. I'm going to miss it a lot. Man, you guys taught me how to hold a microphone. Hey, this is Nico Kwiatkowski, the current intern at Rendered, and also a longtime listener. One of my favorite moments from Rendered slash Destination DIY is from the Conversations episode specifically the DIY science section. And the whole episode's great. I like how all of the people that are featured on the episode kind of all have in common this uh, don't wait for permission, um, don't worry about whether or not it seems unconventional, just go ahead and try to do it. I've had the pleasure of working with a number of freelance radio producers, and there are too many of them to try to name them all. But please know that I value each and every one of you. You've brought great work to the show, and you've made me a better editor. I also want to thank everyone in my family who has listened to and supported the show for so many years. Because I'm Julie's mom, of course I'm a fan of Rendered, formerly Destination DIY. Um, and I've been watching the evolution of it from the very beginning. But if I had to have a favorite, I would say that it's the one about the Norwegian 
inventor of the quick-release ski binding. Boom with warm and have no fear. The reason I like this best, again, has to do with the fact that I'm Julie's mom. And one of the people that she collaborated with on this particular show is her brother, who used to be a professional skier. A yard sale is when you are skiing down the mountain and fall, and you spread your skis, poles, goggles, hat, anything that's not attached to your body out on the snow as if it were a yard sale for everyone to purchase. Will you use the word yard sale in a sentence? I threw a backflip. The tips of my skis caught the snow, and I face-planted and proceeded to yard sale all over the mountain. Mom, thank you for believing in me and encouraging me to start this show in the first place. And thank you to my brother Andy, who brought his expertise to more than one episode. Thank you to my supportive colleagues in the media world. This is an incomplete list, but I want to single out a few people. Eric Newsom, Cornelius Swart, Peter Clowney, Sarah Merck, who made and maintains our Wikipedia page, Courtney Hameister at Livewire, Jason Rouse, Helen Del Toso, Tanisha Toller, and everyone at Rack, Sue Shart, Beck Feldhouse-Adams, and everyone at AIR, John Barth, and everyone who works at PRX, the Public Radio Exchange. And to those who have collaborated with us over the years, Nancy Mullane and her crew at the Life of the Law podcast, Al Letson and Tina Antolini at State of the Reunion. We miss your show, guys. And of course, Roman Mars and his team at 99% Invisible. Hello, this is Roman Mars from 99% Invisible. It is with sadness that I say farewell to Rendered, a show I really love and admire. And I want to thank you so much for sharing your stories with my audience at 99% Invisible the stories about the DIY spacesuit, and especially the PDX carpet, which became a classic for us. I still get tweets every week about PDX carpet. I completely understand the demands it takes to make a show of such high quality, so I do not begrudge you wanting to retire it, but just know that it will be missed. I love this carpet. I love it. It's like a big thing. Everyone buys socks and t-shirts. It just kind of represents Portland. Like, we're kind of known for this at our airport, this carpet. It makes traveling a little bit more enjoyable, I guess, when I'm in the airport. We always do the selfie, you know, the foot thing. But maybe there's something that's just secretly magical about it. Oh, get a room, people. I love that episode, and I have to say that working on it kind of made me fall in love with the carpet, too. I also want to thank our friends at the Portland Zine Symposium, SoundCloud, and Fractured Atlas along with April Bear and Aaron Scott at OPB's State of Wonder. Hey, Julie, it's April. I am so sad that you're hanging up your rendered spurs, but I am strangely grateful for this very weird moment that happened on the show. (laughs) It was an episode in which you were talking to the Portland Meat Collective about people who butcher their own meat for their table. And there was this one segment where a guy was taking you step by step through the killing of a rabbit. (laughs) And I remember somebody, maybe it was you, telling me before this episode aired what was involved in it. And I thought, there's no way I'm listening to it. But I happened to catch the front end of the show. And I was just listening straight through. And I was... I couldn't stop paying attention, even though I knew what was coming. You did something I didn't think people could even do on the radio. 
So for that and many, many other rendered moments, I'm grateful. I'm going to spare you guys that clip because even in context, it was pretty brutal. That was certainly a memorable moment, April. I have a lot of other people at Oregon Public Broadcasting to thank. Lynn Clendenin, Morgan Holm, and Eve Epstein, you believed in the show and gave it its first home on public radio. And I'm so grateful for that. I want to thank all of my wonderful OPB co-workers who've been so supportive of my side project over the past seven years. Sarah Rothenflutch, Dave Miller, Dave Blanchard, Sage Van Wing, Stephen Cray, and Allison Frost. You guys are the best, and I love working with you. Allison, I'm really glad that you and I got to work together on an essay you did for the daunting DIY episode, all about starting your family. I thought it would be like riding into the sunset. I'd seen friends get married and pregnant all the time. How hard could it be? Despite the name, procreating didn't seem to need much, well, creativity. Until it did. Dearest Julie, what a long and winding road, a delightfully winding road it has been. Loved, loved, loved following Destination DIY and Rendered. And it was such an experience to work with you and tell my story of creating my family on your show. It was, uh, I loved the process and I loved hearing it finished. I loved your input on it. And I've just loved listening to the podcast along the way and and getting sort of the inside scoop since I work with you on that other show and get to see you every day. Um, And uh, I'm just so proud of you, too. God, you're just an inspiration. And congratulations on your new incredible creation. I love you, Julie, and I wish you the very, very best. Aw, Al, I love you, too. I'm getting to the end here, you guys, I promise. But I have to shout out to all the other public radio and community stations that have played the show. There's too many to list. And a big thank you to Ashley Milne-Tite, who I call my podcast pen pal. You should really check out her show, The Broad Experience. And thanks to Ashley Ann Kriegbaum at KALW, who has featured Destination DIY and rendered on her awesome podcast showcase show, The Spot. And not only that, she served as a valuable collaborator for the show. Ashley Ann Kriegbaum here. Rendered and Destination DIY always sent me on adventures, not just sonically in my earbuds when I was listening, but in real life too. I'll never forget the afternoon I spent scrunched inside a secret compartment in an indoor treehouse in order to get the best possible sound quality for a rendered interview I was recording. That was for the DIY.org episode. It was kind of amazing and I still brag about it to this day. I guess I should say the work and love and pride that you've effused into every episode you've produced has been felt and will be missed. But I have to say I'm so stoked to hear what you'll be bringing to the radio world in years to come. Okay, bye! That's it! I'm sure I forgot to thank some people, and for that I truly apologize. I've been so lucky to work with and get to know so many great people through this show. And I look forward to finding new ways to collaborate with all of you in the future. The archives for Rendered and Destination DIY will continue to live on the internet at renderedradio.org. And if you're a Maximum Fund donor and you're wondering what will happen to your donation now that the show is over, I've got some information there for you as well. Well, goodbye for now. 
And as always, thanks for listening. So you know you can do it. You just do. Okay, I can't believe it's over. Okay, I'm going to stop malingering. Um, bye, Julie. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener 